0: What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 138 of Town. I'm Jamman V, and joining me today, of course, are Jackie and Allie. What's up, guys?
1: Hello. Hello. Doing very well. Excited
0: for the episode? <laughs>
2: yep, yep <laughs> definitely excited,
0: too. And welcoming back, Noxious. What's up, buddy?
2: Not much. Just, uh, happy to be back. We're supposed to maybe hop on the, the show last week, but... Alas, was life. Busy, so I'm glad to be here. <laughs> life <laughs> happened. Alas, life happened. <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> as it does. Sneaks up oh, on boy. you sometimes, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, you picked a good week to come back on, though. There's a ton to talk about today. But before we do, want to mention that uh, this episode of Value Town is sponsored by Power Bear. On top of obviously our patrons that um, you know support the show on patreoncom town. so really excited get a chance to you know maybe tell you some a bit about Power Bear a little bit later, but you know just to start off big thanks to them for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so um, yeah, this week, man. So we've got obviously the patch coming out, so new meta out there on the ladder It'd be definitely great to see what you guys have been playing and what you guys have been seeing then we've got hct and man it seems like every year hct's got a little drama associated with it <laughs> gotta talk about that of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh we've got a uh, milestone. so we've still met that milestone props to all the the patrons for that topic of the week this week is going to be uh, have to do with viewership tournaments and Maybe why they are the way they, or why the numbers are the way they are. Uh, and then um, lastly, we're going to do some Q&A. So if you have any questions, go ahead and email those to uh, uh, valuetown at TV. Gosh, I'm like tongue, tongue twisted today. It's cool. Tongue
3: twisted. Tongue tied.
0: Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah, tongue tied. Exactly. I can't <coughs> even say tongue tied. This is cool. yeah.
3: I don't know
0: what's going on. What's going on? So fine. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. All right, but let's let's start off with what we've been doing this week. And um, I know October ball was uh obviously going full full scale, at least ever since the last episode we had, because they you guys actually had that that uh face off or or the, the rivals or whatever, right, on Friday. So um Allie and Jackie, how'd that go?
1: Grudge matches, yeah. Yeah grudge they, matches they, um... yes, that's right. For Team Void, they went fantastically well, we (laughs) won all of our games,
4: um, (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) might be partly Uh due to the amount of packs we got, but um, from my perspective (laughs) it went great.
3: Um, yeah, from from my perspective, it it was a lot of fun. I, uh, happened to DC in one of my matches, which is... The
0: theme of today, guys, DC.
3: The theme of today, a (laughs) bit of foreshadowing. Uh, lost all power in my room, but, um, no, no, no. They they were all good fun. Um, the Grudge matches again on Friday, don't forget. And, yeah, unfortunately for me, Team Void... You know, not much changed in their pa- in the packs that we got today. So they got fourteen packs today, and we Again? got
0: six. Again, same. Yeah. Yeah. What's
3: going on, man? This same is- ratio, man. Oh, man. Um,
0: okay, uh,
3: it's all right though. It's fine. It's
0: fine. Yeah. So- well, the DC didn't cost you, right? You ended up winning your, ma- I you your match. I right? actually
3: won the game back that I was going to win. It was. I mean, it was a good matchup. It was mage versus priest, and I was against ties was going to win the game, DC'd, but then I won it in again anyway. So, not mm-hmm. a big
1: deal. Okay. Jackie, you
0: faced off against
1: Ray, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think it was uh, yeah, I was trying to try to trash talk a little bit, make it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, thankfully, thankfully managed to still pull through the win. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: I wonder if he took it serious or not, or if he knew that you were just trying to like...
1: Nah, I mean... It's only like a casual event, really, so it's kind of... It's the yeah. type of event where trash talking is acceptable. Encourage, right? Or
3: not talking encouraged, right. Trash talking should always
1: acceptable. be acceptable. <laughs> we, need, we need more trash talking. Even in like the BlizzCon
0: finals? Hey, Ooh, man. Yeah. Maybe not. Well, yeah. I don't know about the finals, but, you know, Purple is laying <laughs> out some some trash talk there at the end of the yeah. HCT. So, yeah, True. a little color is always good. So, can't complain about that sure. we don't have enough of that actually in our community um okay so october brawl clearly team boyd still has some kind of advantage which uh, i still think it's purely aesthetics because the card pack just looks cooler uh, mm. but maybe it's just you know jackie's might be true personality man it's like the mm-hmm. mr congeniality
4: <laughs> 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 Mr. <Of course>. <laughs> wow Definitely.
2: jackie did you just what get yourself nickname.
4: the name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what um, a nickname
0: so anyways uh tune in i so said this friday too right you guys are gonna have another yes. grudge match right okay yeah that's good you guys know who you play
3: i actually don't I don't know how I'm playing. going to be so somebody different,
0: right? So one, yeah. one of the other. Yeah. Three. So I'll be against maybe
3: either we'll you. Ollie. Yeah. Or maybe no. We'll play oh, you each be playing each other.
0: Oh, Man, that's gonna be rough. <laughs> so, I, I guess that's what what it means is I'm gonna have to stick with Team Light for another week because I, you know I'm always gonna be rooting for that underdog, yes. and boy, you guys are major underdogs right now. So still being 14 to six. Um, Jackie, you're on. You're at rank nine, right?
1: With your account, yeah, I, I could rank nine. I'm at rank ten at the moment, but yeah, I've been, okay. I've been trying pretty hard. Uh, but it, the higher you get, the the harder it gets. That's for sure. When you <laughs> yeah. have a, a limited collection, but uh, it's fun. It's fun. I'm, I'm try, I, I yeah. kind of enjoy the challenge of trying to make the most of not having much many cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about just the this week. You know, given that the patch, you know, nine point one came out, all the nerfs that you know we've gone over the last week or two um, are live now. And want to get a sense for what you guys have been seeing on the ladder. So, Noxious, what you've been playing what you've been seeing? So, I
2: haven't had time to play much Hearthstone since the patch hit, but I've been paying attention to what the meta was like. And, I mean, since I played today, I faced off against Priest and Druid, so that was interesting. And a little bit of Hunter, too. So, wow. it's been... I, I want to say it's, like, more of the same uh, <laughs> on my end. I don't know how it is on everybody's end. Yeah. But the, the upside is that the decks that I played pre-patch... Only got better. You know, I was running yeah. Silence Priest and I was running Temple Rogue, mm-hmm. um, as well as some control hunter builds, and those just got stronger than they were prior. So if anything, I- I'm just sticking to the same stuff. Like there's no new decks that came up. Not at all. Like yeah. there's actually nothing new. It's just a little bit of, you know, shuffling around. Yeah, given that they yeah. well, given that they nerfed right. cards. <laughs> <Exactly. you> know, <laughs> given that they nerfed cards,
0: just the, the decks that you know, existed, whether it was like Tier 2 or Tier 4, uh, that didn't get affected, they just get upgraded, right? Or at least exactly, a lot of times yeah. they get upgraded. Yeah. Maybe some of them don't, yeah. but um, yeah, this, that's not completely surprising. Um, how about you, Allie? What have you been playing?
3: I've been playing a lot of uh, Tempo Rogue as well, dies <laughs> yeah. list, uh, yeah. with the pirate package, with the the double um, South Sea deckhand and the, the pirate buffer guy. Name? Um... Captain? (laughs) Captain, yes, there you go. Uh, So I've been playing that, and then from my understanding, it's a lot of like Hunter, Priest, and Rogue. uh, Played against some Hunters as well. Yeah, that's about it. It's so funny about the
0: Hunters, man, because I think the Hunters has a lot to do with HCT. Because H you know, you like the, so? they were talking about hunters, oh wow, hunters are doing so great in this tournament, yeah. and then all of a sudden I just played a bunch of hunters that Sunday and Monday. Yeah. So it's it's funny. Hmm. Um but yeah, the Tempo Rogue seems to be super popular right now. It seems like yeah, everybody's it's fun. playing it. Like, j- I
4: like
3: it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we <we're>, will we'll <laughs> show it here in a second. Jackie, how about you though? Do you play some of that tempo rogue or are you trying something different?
1: Um, I haven't played been playing tempo rogue yet. I've actually been playing a lot of um discard. Warlock. Like, uh, a very aggressive version. So, like, a discard zoo. And it's actually been going really well. I'm so Um,
3: surprised, honestly.
1: (laughs) Really? I mean, it's... let's take a look at these decks. You you don't really want to be good, because discard is such a dodgy mechanic, but, uh, I haven't really seen anyone playing it, so I tried it out, and it's just... It's it's actually good. Like, I really think it's actually a good deck.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna show... Um... Okay, so I got Asmo's Rogue on the left there, and then I'm gonna bring up, um... Uh, Noxious is Rogue too, because he has got like this double prince. There's this Prince of Druid Air <laughs> uh, deck that Hi, he has uh, here.
2: Huh. <laughs> don't this the deck
4: thing. No, I know. <laughs> it's, it's creative. It's
0: creative. It's creative. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So we got two rogues and then we've got the disco lock here. So um uh, why don't we talk about the the rogues first? Because this I feel like is spreading like a wildfire. We didn't we didn't mm-hmm. see it that much or Maybe even at all. Maybe just a few people in, in HTT. But um, I, I think somebody mentioned it, you know, just ASMA's version. And then everybody's just been going nuts. And people have been watching ASMA's stream too, obviously. So, well, yeah, what about it is so strong right now? I mean, it's, it's definitely got a, an aggressive angle to it, you know, given that it has Leroy and it's got cold bloods and all that good stuff. Um, but what's so strong, powerful about it, Allie?
3: I don't know, I mean, I, I I like the Prince. I think there have been multiple games where I've just princed, uh, coined out the Prince on one, and then Shadow Stepped it and played it again, and like, honestly, it just gives you a really sweet advantage, like, just having those extra stats on the minions, like, it's just a solid tempo deck, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a little curious to ask you, Noxious, about the 4-mana the Prince, like, whoa. Has he been good? Because I've kind of liked shares in, in the list, you know? So I haven't really... And Spellbreaker in this one. So I haven't haven't yeah, tried I've, I've out. I've never him. been a fan of
2: that Prince either. Yeah, so how, how's he been working, Noxious? Honestly, I, I've been getting more mileage out of it than I thought. The issue was really, like, there's no good 4-drop. I really want to be playing. You mentioned Spellbreaker. You know, that's one of the few that you're half okay with. But then you're playing tempo, so not really. Like, it's good to finish yeah. off a game and get through, like, a taunt that's stopping you but usually right. that's, not, that's not where you end up so just having a solid 4 drop is good and the thing is unlike the, unlike Sherazen this Prince doesn't leech any resources from you, like you're never worried about whether it's going to get value, and a 4-4 four, four happens to survive a little bit more consistently and if you happen to hit Prince Kaelaseth before him, then that's a 5-5 five, five with lifesteal, and the lifesteal is mostly, in con- I mean it's, it's sometimes relevant, but it's usually inconsequential it's just a 4 of right. five, 5-5 five with taunt in a tempo deck is pretty absurd. Um, whereas a 6-4 Sherazin is just not as good if I were to compare both. So I think you're kind of capitalizing on the stat line more than anything else. Mm.
3: Okay. Yeah, no, I can see what you're saying. That makes sense. <clears throat> yeah.
0: I'll have to try it. So I, I noticed that Asma's deck only runs one Bone Mare, um, and you have two. So uh, I, I would think that you would have two in this deck, but is it just too fast to, to run two?
3: Yeah, honestly, like I haven't really felt like I needed it. And this is, was his second version. He or he might have done a, a couple, but uh, one of the earlier versions had uh, the weapon in it and I think another, oh, mm. and the, a plague scientist. And he, even at that point, he still only had one bone mare in it. So I haven't really felt the need for it, but obviously it's an yeah. incredible card. Like I, I think you'd be solid. If you didn't have another card for this, you should absolutely put another bone mare in there.
0: <laughs> yeah because yeah, that bone mare plus say south sea deckhand right with your dagger is
3: yeah I mean, so powerful.
0: I mean you have that at your available to you anytime you
1: want uh, as long as you have those yeah. two cards so that's pretty nasty it's kind of crazy because both these lists are very different like say that they're both yeah. kind of tempo rogue but they're right. both like really different yeah noxious how's the uh nerubian unraveler been working <laughs> out oh, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen that card at all
2: yeah, it's actually carrying the deck. I want it, like not going. I'm not gonna go that far to say that. Wow, this card is the best it's ever that you know that's ever been printed. But it turns <laughs> out that when you live in a world of you know people using removal, that's largely like most of the removal in the meta is kind of inefficient um, at the moment. Aside from priests with sweeping boards, and the occasional warrior who decides to go all you know and get a brawl. The upside is you can dodge dragon fire potion and consolidate a board with. Um, hmm with the unraveler so you dodge it then they have to spend a turn dealing with it so you don't die and then by the time they can deal with it oftentimes you've got a shadow caster on it so you get another one uh and then they can never cast any spells ever for the entire game druids can't intervade druids can't nourish druids can't ultimate infestation uh and in that way i feel like the card is like it's much better than i gave it credit for and when you follow it up with a bone mare i mean that's just the nail in the coffin for a lot of classes, even Hunter. Yeah, no. you no, know, having to kill command for five that's just, mm-hmm. I mean, what the hell? You know, no one wants to do that as Hunter. <laughs> yeah, those of you that
0: might have forgotten what Neruvian Unraveler is it's a six mana, five, five spells cost two more. So it's it's kind of like the poor man's, um, Loth- Lothab. yeah, Lotheb. Uh, but <laughs> like you know, in a tempo deck, it makes sense. You know, if you can buy yourself just one extra turn to put damage on your opponent's face, that's great in a tempo deck. So you run running sure two though, which is
2: like wow, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. But the thing it's is, it's crazy. not a tech card because yeah. if you play it as a tech card, it never works. Like it's not a tech yeah. card because it just doesn't. Hmm. It just doesn't tech. Like you won't tech at six. Like a six cost card. If if you're playing it to tech, you're useless. And we, you beat guys. Exodia Mage with this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the best reference. I was running Geist initially. I was running one and one. And guys was so worthless. <laughs> I know, so, Geist, yeah. this is completely <laughs> internet. Yeah. You know. yeah. This yeah. is this is bonkers. Just because. Again, it's it's one of those cards that you wouldn't think about, like unraveler working in a tempo deck. But if you start mm-hmm. thinking about what it dodges, like I beat Exodia Mage, I beat Priest and the removal barring, like you know, end uh, end win late game. Um, you can beat the Brawls and Warrior. You can yeah. beat kill commands and Hunter. You can just you can do so much with it. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> insane.
3: I'm sure you've, yeah, I mean, maybe a few times, like Shattercaster it if they you know, couldn't yep. answer it and just kept the annoyance up, you know, so where they, can, uh, oh, they can't really do it's, anything. It's a mage's nightmare
0: right there, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, just like, keep playing the Unraveler. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: interesting. Yeah, it's, it's definitely really cool. And there's a lot of plays, too. You know, that's the thing about rogue decks. Like, there's always these amazing two, two card, you know, powerful. Combo plays that you can make, and uh, Ali mentioned one of them already, which was shadow stepping the the prince and getting an extra plus one on everything. That's yeah. that's pretty sweet. It's really and, good. Yeah, a lot of people didn't think about that originally. You know, like right off the bat, whenever they're thinking about Prince Skull's death, they're just like, "Oh yeah, you get that plus one. It's like miss Collar, It's no big deal." But yeah. what if you could miss <laughs> Collar
3: twice?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, this. in such a and cheap
3: it, card, I you know, know it's yeah. it's so it's free, easy to right? play. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yes. I, I'd, I like, that I'd like to just pause on, you know, you mentioned the miscolor. It's interesting to see how much Blizzard tests out mechanics with jank-ass costs. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, if you just look at, what's her name, Princess, whatever, you're hearing. The hunter card, yeah, I mean, it's like, all right. Yeah. Let's print, let's print an unplayable costed effect and see if it's good. Because we're scared it might be good. <laughs> oh, it's garbage. Alright, let's print it on a garbage minion. It's like yeah. suddenly you know, and they do that all the time, <laughs> yeah. and Miss Collar was like a Kelliseth. I feel, you know, scouting um, in a way. Yeah. yeah. How
3: much did Miss uh, collar cost again?
2: Six six. It was a, okay. a four four too. That's four weird.
3: four, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. But so I, I kinda know what you mean though, Noxious. <laughs> they do that every, every, yeah, every like mean. we should honestly just look at crappy six drops. Every single expansion, be like, all right, what shit card currently being played, hey, and now you can assume I'm the two s- expansions dude, down the I'm line. I'm still looking
0: for the two mana hogger, man. When's that coming?
4: <laughs> like I've been waiting for
2: four years, for day, man. <laughs> well, moros, dude? Just spawns little dudes. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. It's done. not anywhere near. Sure, sure. Oh yeah.
0: my god. Um, you got okay. spreading, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, well, spreading one. Thing I... like, yeah. Uh, one thing I was thinking about the. Uh the ali has been playing is, do you guys think that Hallucination fits in the deck? Yes. To me, it seems like it. there's no reason for it to be in there. Shiraz, it's, it's
2: pretty
3: is
0: much it? there for, for the
1: seed, yeah. I think.
3: Yeah.
1: There's oh, okay.
0: Not, there's not much card draw on that deck either, so you need something, mm-hmm. right?
3: And sometimes those Discovers are clutch. I mean, obviously, you get wrecked, like, half the time, or they're, they're useless, but... Uh...
0: If you got Van Cleef in the deck too, it's like yeah, the a, in the deck. It's a free yeah. four, four, six, six for the most part. If you got hallucination, uh, yeah. I, fair enough. Yeah, anything else? But a really cool deck. I've I've played it maybe like one time. I haven't gotten a chance to to play it some more just because I was trying to um, do deck of the week and the host challenge this week. And I, I played some uh, Death Rattle priests too, which uh, can show in a second. But let's talk about the Disco Lock that. Jackie was playing here, and what you know, a fly, Firefly. I feel like I see Firefly in like every single deck now, even whether it's <laughs> elemental or not. So it's it's really interesting that you have Firefly in this one too.
1: I mean, this is one of those cards where like I had like one slot left, and I was like, oh, what's the card that I can just put in here? Oh, Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a draw card, yeah, exactly. Firefly's pretty good with like the discards as well, because you end up putting the flame elemental back in your hand, and that's a card you're pretty happy to discard anyway. So yeah, very so, yeah, true. Food. Yeah, I've actually been like crazy surprised. Halfiend as well It's one of those cards where it looks, yeah. it looks terrible. But so many times, what ends up happening is you have like the Zavas in your hand, and then they just keep hitting the Halfiend, and <laughs> you just get Zavas bigger and bigger and bigger again. Oh my god. Because at first, yeah. you, play, you play the Howl Fiend, and they think, oh, that's a terrible card. I'll just make them discard their hand. And then you just have like Silverware Golem and Zavas, and you just win. Basically. Yeah.
0: And Halfiend, guys, yeah. three mana, three, six demon. Whenever this minion takes damage, discard a random card. Which, yeah, on paper sounds god-awful, right? Because <laughs> you, can, you can discard six cards from your hand in Jeez. But, uh, like you said, it actually builds up another character, I mean, which is pretty awesome.
2: War Ox is gone. What's yeah. going to kill it? Like, what's going to kill three minute, three, six. a three-minute three-six? Aside from Shadow Word Pain, it's like, what the hell? That card <laughs> is ridiculous right now.
0: Dude, if you follow that with the Lakari Hell
2: a uh, fellhound. I mean, you got a three eight behind that one. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. you discard the fellhound every time. Like that's the problem.
4: Yeah,
3: that's
2: true.
4: Always yeah. Doomgarden
2: garden uh, and fellhound every uh, time, right? I-, I like the optimism though. That was uh,
1: yeah. Um, I
3: tried it. I'm surprised at how well this is working for you, Jackie. Jeez.
1: Yeah, no, it's been going great. I've been having like over a sixty percent win rate with it. Like, at, like oh wow, I- dang! Have you tried the um,
2: the the pirate package in the zoo deck?
1: I haven't, not in this list. Okay, no.
2: because the, the South Sea like Keliseth, if you play it that's Kelliseth, right? Like if you go ahead and you go Keliseth hmm. with South Sea Captain Patches, you can actually make some pretty nasty plays as well. Even in Zoo. Yeah. And uh, ah, you, you've yeah. got have a a lot lot of twos right twos here, in there. Though.
0: You've got a lot yeah. of twos. You got like right. ten twos here, so you'd have to I mean obviously four of those would be probably pirates or at least
1: three of those would be pirates and then
2: a bunch of one drops, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I mean,
1: way if, you to draw, if you end up drawing patches, just discard it instead. So good. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's, true. <laughs> that's true. Who needs that guy? Yeah, sure. patches is just pure disco food.
0: Who knew that? <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, okay, I, I ended up playing Death Rattle Priest. Nothing too crazy here, but um, it just reminded me just how annoying playing against. I, I got so annoyed at playing against Obsidian statue that i just decided to play obsidian i needed to find a deck that played <laughs> obsidian statue wow in. okay yeah so now i'm just trolling my, my opponents instead of them trolling me so yeah nothing, nothing yeah nothing too crazy here it's just i think that my favorite games are the ones against jade uh just because i have um embraced darkness in here and then obsidian statues how they kind of you know interact with or or contain jade in a way because they'll always end up you always end up removing at least one of the big guys right and hopefully it's the one that's brand new versus the um the one that ends up killing your obsidian statue uh but so i've been toying around with this still i don't think it's like anything crazy innovative i mean trying some like inner fire some divine spirit and stuff like that in here too but um for the most Mm -hmm. part it's it's been pure death rattle n'zoth
3: i'm I'm surprised you haven't uh, tried a Barnes, or ha- or have you tried Barnes?
0: Uh, I didn't try Barnes because I'm not running the um, the servitude, one, the the eternal servitude. Yeah, eternal okay. Ser- servitude. Um, and you have to build it pretty differently. Like, yeah, I'd have to like drop a lot of the smaller minions. So this is meant to be at least somewhat of a mid range deck, just kind of curving out and things like that. But um, you pretty much play for the Nazoth play. That that pretty, mm-hmm. you know, that's like the winning play there. Uh, and there's not much removal outside of Dragonfire Potions, so I, my way of doing that is just kind of keeping up just with curve, so it's kind of curve stone in the, in the very beginning. Um, but yeah, servitude, that one's a different one. That was that was obviously one where it's more of a, a big priest type of build. That's uh, really really fun too. But wanted to try the yeah. the death rattle. I you know I I ran quest once and it was just like. Amara just does nothing, man. I mean, it's like, uh-huh. it is one of the most underwhelming rewards. Even though you get 40 health, it's kind of like, okay, I mean, I just get an 8-8 yeah. out of it.
2: It's it, you know? It's like it's no Reno Jackson. You have to do so much to get it. Yeah. I mean, at yeah, the end of the day, it takes a card out of your mulligan, and I think that's where the pain really starts hitting. It's like, yeah. your mm-hmm. consistency in the early game is decreased for the sake of, I, w- I don't want to say an average minion, because 5 mana 8-8 with taunt would be played. If it existed, but the fact that you have to lose a card draw for it is well, kind of rough. There's not many um, decks that you play against where just
0: going to 40 like wins you the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it <laughs> yeah. literally is a Reno Jackson for a reward, and that's not much these days. It's it's not that big a deal, right? So um, dropped the quest. Didn't really think it was that great. But um, anyways, it's kind of a fun deck. It, it interacts well or interesting against some of the control decks. Um give it a try if you guys are looking for a, maybe a different priest deck but um okay well anyways that's kind of our week that at least playing hearthstone all that good stuff uh one thing that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week and it's kind of it's mostly me just um being a little remiss and not talking about it or skipping over it because it was actually in our notes is that uh ben explained the whole nagawitch change like in in a, a forum post And he was kind of explaining that the reason they did it... Because, you know, the Naga which obviously has been a big uh, point of discussion in the community just because it's causing such crazy giant decks to be super viable and wild and maybe some cases arena. Um, But anyways, Ben explains his reasoning. It has to do with being consistent with things like Big Eye Scout and Upright Eye Scout. And um, I think the other card he mentioned was um, Second Rate Bruiser. Uh, But my question to you guys is... You know, obviously consistency is really, really important, but is consistency worth like the the kind of craziness that we're seeing with Naga Sea Witch in terms of these uh you know, giants being played in a kind of crazy fashion? Even though the stats say it's not too too crazy. But um my interaction with it it's just with the host challenge it's
1: just been like, Wow, this is this is insane. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's I mean it's kind of Obviously, everyone's always like, oh, we want consistency, consistency's yeah. great, we need consistency in the game. But this deck, like the Giants deck, it feels very much like, to me, it feels very much like how Quest Rogue felt before it got nerfed. It's kind of like,
3: yeah, that's good, you good.
1: either have the combo on five and win the game, or you don't have the combo and lose the game. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it feels, and for the game to be over on turn five, like it just yeah. seems bad. <laughs>
3: I feel like consistency is important but in this situation I, I think they didn't have to do it you know like i think they could have gotten away with uh just kind of leaving it as yeah. is because i think it's just caused more problems like if everything was fine before was it, anybody
0: and, complaining about this yeah
3: like no one was, was really anybody complaining, complaining so. about the
0: consistency like i, I don't think so don't right? think maybe so. just those you know very big sticklers that are um, or maybe like a disguised toast made a video about it or something but it wasn't a problem, at least gameplay-wise.
3: No, yeah. So I think in this situation, it was unnecessary. But in the future, yeah. they can be consistent with you know future releases or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I, I oh, Noxious, we're talking about Naga Sea Witch. And, yeah,
2: I um, understood the context just from uh, the Giants' turn 5 win. <laughs> yeah. I just understood. It's like, yeah, but there's no other car that does yeah. that. Right, <laughs> right. So... Um,
0: I have a feeling that eventually they will have to change something, uh, at least with Naga Sea Witch, because yeah. it is a bit crazy. I mean, it's just a huge swing. It's 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 got that that whole um, you know Barnes type of feel. You know, when you're playing a big deck or something, you know, you just lose instantly. But it's it's more consistent than Barnes though, because you have a lot of different possible giants that you can you know get crazy discounts for. So, I mean, it's it's amazing how how cheap sea giants can be and how cheap mountain giants can be <laughs> how cheap all seven giants can be except for the clockwork giant the clockwork giant is yeah. the only one that was like a pain in yeah. my butt but everything else is like super easy to, to get to um, so eventually I think they'll have to do it um, you know it's good that Ben came out and you know explained to it it's just it's still an issue and they'll probably have to do something eventually um that's just kind of a little thing i wanted to bring up there but why don't we talk about the htt so htt america happened this past weekend and this is the last region to complete their uh, summer season for htt and uh, you know obviously a lot of people here in north america looking forward to the america one and boy there there was a lot of drama and i mean the community just rising up and like revolting (laughs) I haven't seen them like not revolting but going a little crazy I haven't seen them go crazy in in, like some months now so it's been it was a little surprising to me I'm not sure why it was surprising but it was a little surprising to me (laughs) Uh, so the whole thing that I think that spawned all this is just really the disconnections that happened and um, had a few instances where I mean, there's like multiple you know, anecdotes or stories from you know, people like Amnesiac and and um uh, somebody posted on Reddit, I think his name was RP Balance, yeah, RP Balance. And uh, there have been a few f- stories around, but the biggest one since given that it was on a telecast was that Luker in the quarterfinals ended up losing a um, uh, losing the series because it was 2 1. You know his opponent was up two one, and he was going handlock against pirate warrior, uh, and clearly he was ahead. And you know, being in handlock, we we've all played handlock and against warrior. And when you're in a certain position, you know you're going to win. I think like a very very good chance you're going to win. And he was clearly in that position. Ended up DCing that the regames that typical situation. The the warrior drew perfectly, just curved perfectly. And just ran, ran him Jeez. over. Yeah, so he ended up losing because of that. So that obviously was, you know, a very nightmare scenario for Blizzard and just the tournament itself. Yeah. And then, of course, Lucre too. I mean, Lucre's obviously super disappointed. It's a quarterfinal match, so he doesn't get to go to the, the season finals either because, you know, only the top four go. Um, so all that happened. Uh, you know, a lot of people were talking about Blizzard made a statement about it just saying that... um you know, it's not acceptable. Or, you know, we're going to do some things in 2018 to, to prevent that. Just kind of summing it up real quickly. But uh, before we get into that, we want to definitely discuss all that. I do want to say congratulations to Purple, as well as empanizado, A- now Guidan, and Yay for making it through. Purple winning the whole thing, too. Uh, but the matches themselves, at least just talking about, you know, just the meta and that sort of thing. Anything that kind of stick out to you guys that you thought was pretty cool about... Uh, H T America,
2: Pff, Monsanto's lineup. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the thing everybody was looking forward to, right? Like, how did it end yeah, up doing? I that didn't actually catch. Did, the yeah, I had that go? Yeah, I think he dropped uh, before he made the cut to the higher higher rounds. Um, but he was farming people in the early stages. Oh, was he? Okay, I, yeah, I yeah he, he was doing well until somewhere like near the the half point.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, I
3: admire his
2: deck choices, though. Yeah. They were, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were Aaron, awesome. Guys.
3: They were awesome, right? Yeah, there's
2: no other word than, like, a jungle ju- like. <laughs> jungle, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's Druid, Quest Druid. It's good, man. No. You know, Quest yeah, I was it for him because quest of drag. that, honestly. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Have you ever seen What's Quest Druid wrong? in a tournament I before? I don't think I have. I no, have no. seen it since it oh, came back. I mean, you can still beat, like, you can beat the slower decks with it. So you, you had decent matchups across the board. It's just... Man, like, yeah, the fact that he brought, I think, I think Quest Rogue looked really weird because you saw Quest Rude with it. You're thinking, oh my god, is he just bringing a quest lineup? It's the, <laughs> it's the full context that lends this <laughs> oh, whole picture. An era of, it's surreal, <laughs> it. Basically. It was that, surreal, That would
0: have been awesome. He went with a four quest deck, <laughs> that would be so beautiful, Dude. Um, but yeah, so Monsanto obviously didn't quite make it through. Um, I think Ye tiers and Nelgweedon's, their hunter and just the runs that they made with their hunter deck, because it was, at one point, it, I think it was undefeated, at, you know, just the, the hunter deck wow. itself. Yeah, it was crazy. Actually, the hunter did extremely well this this what, weekend.
3: What did the deck look like? Was it like hydras and, mm-hmm. or was it just like and extremely, was... extremely fast? Wow.
2: Hydra build.
0: Yep. Hyder Hydra build. I mean, it wasn't like crazy fast, but it, you know, there's definitely hydras in it. Um,. I, some had rocks in it, nesting rocks. Some didn't. So there, there were different yeah. builds of it. But for the most part, just that mid, just that kind of tempo hunter or mid range hunter t- uh, speed was good enough to beat a lot of these decks. So um, solid. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Got a chance to see some, you know, some custom beasts too, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Rexer is great. Yeah, Rexer is definitely great. So, I, I felt like that was maybe the story of the meta, at least in, in this event, was just that Hunter really popped up and did very, very well. Uh, unlike the previous one, which was like the priest was just destroying, right? And uh, this one, yeah. the priest obviously was played a lot and it, did, it was just like one of those foundational ones, but it wasn't nearly as crazy impactful as uh, it was the previous HTT. Um, so, anyways, Purple ended up winning. Purple went 10-0 too. So he just wow. dominated Crazy. in, you know, muzzy fashion.
3: That's yeah. impressive. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And um, I have to say, like, it wasn't even close, too. Like, he yeah. won series, I think the, the closest it was, like, a 3-1, I think. Or maybe he had a 3-2, but it, it was pretty easy, at least in most of the matches I saw that he, he won towards the end, too. Uh, so Purple, <laughs> I think a lot of us know Purple, right? So he's one of those players yeah. that... Um, it's under the radar, I would say, for most of the most of the like general community. But in the playing community, everybody knows Purple, and you know that
1: he's a good player. Yeah, he kind of like he kind of like is hidden for a little bit, and then will like pop up and like win some <laughs> okay. big tournament out of nowhere. Like oh, and he's 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 a really good player, and he's a really nice guy as well. Yeah, like Purple a lot.
2: It's interesting because I was talking the prior week. We were at DreamHack, and. Um, We were discussing players in general and, you know, people who we thought were currently underrated. And the first one that came to mind, I said, I think Purple's got to be the single most underrated player in the scene at the moment. (laughs) And next thing you know... Good call, man. Next thing you know. That was was interesting. I'm not surprised at the kind of talent, uh, but he played in typical Purple fashion, which means I know my decks... Mm-hmm. I know the plays that I have to make, and I'm going to do it very quickly because I don't have to think too long on most of those, and uh, so... Yep, yep. You know, what If you ever watch him stream, uh, uh, pretty much the same thing as everybody else brought, I think, for the top. Uh, yeah. he... Oh, I don't see his lineup again. Gosh.
3: Probably Highlander Priest and... Uh, Definitely yeah, Highlander I mean the, Priest. Um, yeah.
2: Obviously. You almost can... Yeah, you almost you can... can bank it. on yeah. that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I don't have his lineup in front of me, but... Um, uh, Pretty standard,
3: yeah. nothing crazy.
2: Basically, it wasn't nothing. Well, there was a lot of Gogolaka crawlers. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, like, he yeah, basically yeah. said, yeah, "I'm gonna go go kill all to go the, the pirates." Yep. He he basically aimed to farm, um, pirate, pirate decks like pirate any any deck that ran pirates was gonna get completely shut down. Wow. With the biggest tempo yeah. swing card in the meta, basically is the way that he looked at it. So yeah,
0: and it worked out perfectly because, like I said, like a lot of his matches were just rollovers or just he was just rolling people because of. <laughs> he, he would land a Galaka Crawler. He'd land two Galaka
2: Crawlers in some matchups. It was uh-huh. pretty disgusting, actually. <laughs> so. yeah. The one thing, though, um, that didn't work out for him was maybe the, the handlock that he built. Yeah. Um, that, it was kind of... I mean, the results just weren't there to justify bringing the deck, but at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know, he still ended up making it through, so...
3: Yeah. There was no
2: punish. Were there to be one, I well, plays it. I've
3: got the list in front of me now, actually. So yeah, it was just J Druid, uh, Murloc, Paladin, uh, Priest, mm-hmm. and then yeah, the Warlock. That's the
2: handlock. That's the thing, right? Like he was, yeah. he wanted to bring. I think initially we talked about that. I think, and he said he wanted to bring Aggro Warrior, Heart um,
0: yeah. yeah. Warrior. Right. He just exactly. countered it instead. Up, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, it, it definitely worked great for him. You know, def, it's good to see him do well in ACT too. Um, like you guys said, he kind of pops out of nowhere. Or Jackie was saying it's mostly because he just gets motivated sometimes you know like when a a cool expansion comes out and he'll be playing the hell out of it and i think he burns out like really really quickly and then he just takes a long break and then all of a sudden he's back
1: (laughs) winning everything (laughs) (laughs) it's it's
0: funny yeah but if you ever get a chance to talk to purple he's like you might not be able to tell because that interview was very, very arrogant. Interview. It was so good though. But, yeah. uh, but Purple's Purple a, like, a really, really great guy. And he's he's especially one of my favorite people to talk about the game too, because he he's got a you know like very, very great perspective. He's a, a very good deck builder too, and um, yeah, he's just one of those guys that just his knowledge is really, really good.
2: Yeah, well, let's talk about that interview too because I feel like it exploded. You people know, because he freaked
0: out about like, it. It's just you know, it's yeah. like. But yeah, let's talk about it. Like, what do you think, Noctis?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the because he, he basically what he did at the end was sort of give his take on his opponent's plays and calling them bad on on some respect, in some respect. And so he was very in let's say respect, he's brash. Like, <laughs> he, he was very brash about it. But the thing is, and people started saying, well, "Okay, that's very arrogant of him. He's a dick. Why did they ever allow him to be on camera? What an asshole! Sportsmanship, yada yada." No. Which, you know, I I, I I can I get that. You know, I I get the the frustration of seeing that kind of behavior maybe crop up in your game. But um, we need he to identified that. that there were bad plays that came up and simply oh. used poke about them. But he called the player bad instead of the play. Yeah, well, yeah, which... that's the thing. I
1: think being being blunt about the plays and that type of thing is like perfectly acceptable and actually a good thing. But when you actually call the other player bad, I think that's a oh. bit.
0: Yeah, let, let's let's clarify <laughs> the context here. Basically, sure. what happened was during one match, um, yeah, uh, you know, Purple obviously was running the double Galaka. Yeah, I think it was his Paladin in particular, and um, it, who he was playing. Uh, it was was he eight a- tiers? I, I I think it was no, a- it no, it was, was, a, no, it was, was his opponent
2: in the finals, Nalguidon. No, Nalguidon,
0: yeah, he was playing Guidon, and um, at one point, Now Guidon you know, he knows he plays double he knows Purple plays double Galaka crawler, yep. and he had a choice of whether to play the Corsair or not, you know, and just like your typical play, right, with it on turn one. And so he decided to do it, and the narrative of the cast between Raven and Soddle was just like whether that was the right play or not. You know, like, he knows he has two Galaka crawlers, like, do you risk doing that or not? Uh, so it was kind of set up that way, and then, of course, that narrative led to a question in the winner's interview that was basically you know, or, or, was he supposed to play that? And then Purple was like no, of course he wasn't supposed to play that. Did he play that? And then that's where it led to like, oh he's terrible if he played that. You know, that that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah, what it led that's to. That's a it. bad comment or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean of course the words that came out of the mouth of this especially if it was like like written written or something, if you read it, of course it, it sounds really, really terrible, but um, I mean, he's kind of. The questioning was kind of set up to to create that moment. But regardless, you know, it's okay to have a heel in this this uh, community. You know, if Purple doesn't have a problem kind of being that brash, young savage. You know, like yeah. Yeah, that's that's completely fine, right?
3: It apparently wasn't about playing it. It was about keeping it in the mulligan uh, yep. or not. Exactly oh, why, why keep oh, the? Oh
2: yeah, yeah, here? yeah. Maybe you're right. Make yeah, it, yeah, it was about the mulligan. Instantly. You're right. Yes. You're right. It's like, why would you keep a pirate when you know I'm gonna keep my Galacas? Yeah, yeah, that's in what this it was. case. So it was I have two, and go. you have yeah. two, so let's like, why gamble when you're gonna be the unfavorite at the end of the day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um,
0: uh, anyways, I think overall it's great for Purple. Can't wait to see him in uh, the championships. that Are coming up soon, um, but you know what it does mean for Amnesiac, I don't think Amnesiac even makes the HCT Blascore anything. I don't think yeah. So. so I think he's just completely out this year, which is uh, yeah kind of a, a bummer for all you amnesiac fans out there um but let's talk about just the the disconnects you know just the, that whole into because that was really the big uproar with the community is just the the disconnects and it's still happening and you know and, and i think some of the venues had questionable it too which it's funny because you know like an especially me and you right yeah. we talked about like back in the Buffalo Wild Wings and all that so remember that all that in the spring
2: but that, that goes that, way that, that doesn't go that far back right like that's still rather close to it's this year it's this year right yeah, yeah. and so, but, but that whole event went fine
0: I mean like we questioned it because of Buffalo Wild Wings but in the end like I think all the venues had good internet I you
2: know uh, uh, no, some people complain like n- noise, scheduling, Closed the venue before mm, yeah. the, the end because the, the restaurants had to close. People didn't know exactly what the, the guys were doing because yeah. they came there to play games and some of the staff just wasn't completely you know aware of what the hell was going on. So there was confusion there but it's like it's not the first time that there are issues at a venue. Um, but for some reason this time the uproar is bigger than ever. Which yeah. points to something else being yeah. the issue from like from my perspective, it just tells you that there's something deeper there than just, oh, well, Hearthstone's competitive scene is not getting taken seriously. It's like, no, that's always been the case. Not, not that it's not been taken seriously, but that, that there's been infrastructure issues. Like, that's not the first time nor the last. And yeah. why is the uproar so massive now? Right? yeah how much <laughs> discontent is there outside of that
0: right um, is pretty much what you have to look it at it seemed to spike up a lot more this time
3: I think it was uh, the laptop that blizzard provided to Lucre, not um not necessarily the connection issue in that right. particular case mm-hmm. yeah so it was more the hardware
0: <clears throat> okay I mean if blizzard provided that equipment then it, sh- it should have been um <laughs> up to you know should have been up to part yeah no absolutely it's basically the same thing yeah <laughs> just, yeah uh it doesn't really matter why you know right yeah so,
3: yeah no it's you know.
0: yeah so I, I think that it's really important to look at it from a two two standpoints here it's like you either approach it from the standpoint of you know you provide some kind of solution that's more catch-all which in this particular case mm-hmm. is restart from replay right like it doesn't matter when you restart the the match, it, you know. It just matters that you can restart the match in the state that it was before, right? Um, or you yeah. try and like provide, you know, try to basically make sure that every instance of these venues is completely um, robust, right? But, like it's going to be yeah. like great equipment, like internet's going to be great, uh, and, and all that stuff. It doesn't sound like they're going to go on site like send a blizzard person on and every single site and make sure these things are like completely up to you know up to standards or whatever um, so it, it just sounds like they they have to have a replay from restart like they must have that if they're going to have a competitive envi- you know like some kind of competitive htt yeah. you know and they still haven't yeah. done that you know that's which i think that is the the root of why you know uh, a lot of the
1: community is just like in upwards about it um, yeah. J- Jackie what do you I mean think? it should be it should be both really like it should be they sh- you should be able to go sure. to a location sure. p- play in the tournament and the internet should be top notch sh- there should not be yeah. a problem especially when if there is a problem there's not a good solution to it <laughs> like yeah. if like you were saying if there is a good solution such as a replay feature then it's not so bad and there's not a uh, someone's not going to lose out in particular because you can just kind of restart from where you left off but surely uh, some kind of replay feature shouldn't be that difficult to create. Is it really that hard to create? I
2: don't know, man. The, the logs already <laughs> exist. No. Like the games are getting tracked right now. Like Hearthstone <laughs> keeps logs of the actions and the order in which they happen. Like that's already a text file that's getting output. Yeah, that's true. You know, ah, on the computer, yeah. so that exists. Yeah. It's not like the it's not like the game does. Well, or at least it's not like you can't know what was going on. You could technically from scratch, in a, like an out an external software, just recreate the entire game. You could. It's, well, wow. That's what HS Replays is. Yes. HS <laughs> Replays yeah, is exactly yeah. that. So, so it's it, not like it's not there, the info, it's just yeah. what do you do with it? And it turns out the answer right now is nothing. Yeah, like you said, the, the, <laughs> movement,
0: the movement scripts are there, right? or just like the play scripts are there. So yeah. it's just a matter of the client, you know, them having to put into the client a way t- for it to... Start in a you know in that state that it reads from the log file and right now it, it like maybe no, yeah. leads back to the whole UI issue <laughs> like it's just we don't know where to put it in the UI or I don't know something like that um, they, they've clearly I mean they've mentioned here and there right they've been working on replay or it's definitely in their pipeline but um, you know I just think that if you really are committed to ACT then. You know, there there needs to be a lot of more put into it. You know, like there needs to be a separate team that just works on these kind of features. You know, that's yeah, not not that. nothing yeah. to do with balance, like nothing to do with you know a PVE or any of that stuff. It's purely to do with with tools and you know the, that element of of the client itself. Right now, I feel like they don't have that many people that don't work on the cards themselves or the you know, the actual adventure modes, you know, and and things like that. So, um, you know, they seem to have a lot of staff. It'd be nice if they hired, you know, some more people that could work on things like that. Um, It's just going to keep happening. That's the thing, you know what I mean? Like, this ain't going to go away. I mean, you could go and make the internet better. You could actually go and get inspectors and, like, you know, have the internet be perfect and have computers perfect. But it's still possible. Yeah, then you could lose power for whatever reason. And you can't do anything about that. And then it just creates the same scenario again. Um, we're just lucky it I mean, hasn't happened on the BlizzCon finals. Like, in the yeah, finals. Yeah. You know,
2: like... I've been waiting for that for two years, though. <laughs> You've been waiting
4: been, for it? I've You've been, been waiting. honestly <laughs> waiting wait for
2: it, every single You're BlizzCon. So I'm good. like, I hope this crashes... Big time when it happens the most, so that Sounds they surprised. instantly have to work on it. You're so sadistic like, man. Instantly. But it, it's Wait, like what? it's cynical, what? and honestly, like if anybody at Blizzard is hearing this, I'm not truly <laughs> hoping for the entire event to crash. But I think it would be a good wake-up call, you know? Because well, um, yeah. the thing is, like most of the people who work, and that's interesting, right? Like most of the people who work in esports, if you talk to them, they'll tell you, "Yeah, like we'd love that. Like that'd be fucking great." But guess what? We can't make that call. You know, we can put in the request, but we can't decide to allocate developer time to there. So it has to come from another layer of decision making, and that's just not. That's well, maybe not it's happening. the esports
0: team. Like, maybe it's not the actual Hearthstone team. Maybe the esport division, you know, like, yeah, like has that. the budget yeah. to hire like engineers for for the team. Because I, you know, I kind of get the decision between, you know, like this kind of feature. It, it doesn't seem to help the casual players, right? It doesn't help the majority of the demographics that that we make money from. So it's like, how do we prioritize that? You know, based on that, right? So this is more of a yeah, marketing. it's bit. more in the
3: esports division yeah, than it yeah. is. It probably yeah.
0: is. So if they can, they need to find budget, I think, to mm-hmm. to allow for that. As weird as it sounds, that could at least be more of a a workaround, you know, maybe for them to be able to do that. Um, but, yeah, no question. It needs to be fixed. I mean, it's good that Blizzard came out with this statement here. Let me just show you the statement that they came out with. I mean, it doesn't say that much, to be honest. I mean, it, but it, it is good that they come out and say it. It's better than, like, just sitting quiet and saying nothing about it. So, um, this, apparently there were some DDoS attacks, too, like, just on at some of the, the venues, too. Yeah,
2: I mean, we don't know if that's true, yeah. but the truth of it is, like, everybody was leeching Internet off of Wi-Fi, so... Maybe, but that could have just been overload on the Wi-Fi network. Yeah, but there's there's a bil- the, the point is, there's a billion ways internet goes down and goes wrong. So mm-hmm. yeah. you need a fail safe somehow, regardless of the reason why. In this particular case, things went wrong. Yeah, I mean, were they at the same venues as they were like the last two seasons? Because I, I
0: haven't really kept for track some of them. Of the... Yes, I think okay. I haven't yes. tried kept track of the venues ever since the first. know like the spring one you know with the buffalo wild wings and everything or the winter one i think it was the winter one uh so that's okay that's too bad i mean because these places probably do have experience It just uh, for whatever reason it just didn't work out this time um well hopefully they work on it and the you know like they're they need to especially if they want hdt to become something more than it is um but we'll talk some more about hdt in just a second here but before we do I uh, want to mention again that um, Value Town is uh, sponsored today by Power Bear. And Power Bear, for those of you that are wondering, is a company that sells phone accessories, particularly things like battery cases and USB chargers and things like that. Yeah, so um, they sent the three of us one, like uh, a, a case recently. And, man, this yeah. is awesome because I've been carrying around one of those backup batteries with me because you know I play Hearthstone It's it's more phone. convenient right. than one of those. I know right <laughs> uh, and so yeah. this is like um like so much better uh than than having to carry an extra one and obviously with a, a USB cable too you know like a charger in my pocket i literally have this cable like running across i look like such a nerd man but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is been really really nice for, for that um uh and they they sell all kinds of other accessories too but they sell chargers or uh, these charging cases for all kinds of phones. I think each the three of us have different phones. Like Jackie, you have an Android phone, right?
1: Yeah, I got a Samsung S6.
0: Yeah, and I've got an iPhone six, and ali has got an iPhone seven plus, right?
3: Yeah, so, seven plus.
0: Yeah, lots of different kinds, and um, you know the the thing is, it, it doubles. I think it has got seventy two hundred mAh for at least the one I have. So. It's equivalent to I think between two and three charges, like of your phone, you know, just completely. So definitely, yes, that's actually really, really nice. So, um, you know, if you're one of those people like myself or maybe these guys too, (sighs) that I mean, literally Hearthstone drains your battery in like like an hour and a half you know something like that i play summoners ward too so it's like both of those (laughs) together it's just like dude hour it's just freaking gone man it's like i have to like it's not hour maybe it's like two hours or three hours or something uh so
1: yeah yeah it's really really big phone battery is such a nightmare like i swear like mobile phone batteries should last so much longer than they do like it almost seems like you need some kind of extension or extra power like i used to have a um like a usb one and i would carry my out of my phone in my front pocket and then a wire going around my waist to the like exactly. the in my back pocket
4: exactly. yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah and then they sent us this and i like went away this weekend and this is just so much better like i was on the train and like oh yeah wait i've already got the case on bam let's just push the push the button at the back and it just charge back up again It's great yeah. You can pop it in, too. You pop it in immediately,
0: too. It just slips right into this, this pack, and, and instantly, you know, you start charging it. Um, so and you can you, you definitely get one. Well, go ahead, Allie. You were going to say something? And
3: I was just going to say, and to touch on with the Hearthstone uh, pull-apart, uh, really good for fireside gatherings. Like, if you are want to bring your phone as your device, like, this thing, it rocks for those. So
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know about you guys. So I've hosted, you know, a bunch of firesides, and... Power outlets are not easy to find at these places. I know. It's like, it's so funny because, like, when you first start a fireside, everybody's like in the middle of the room. Like, everybody's all, you know, like, matched <laughs> up in the middle. And then as the fireside goes on, everybody ends up on the outer ridges. the of outer ridges, yeah, exactly. Because they <laughs> have to get to the power. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny, man. Because um, I have mine up before Lovelings. That's kind of how it's set up. But, anyways, yeah, these Power Bear. Chargers are awesome, or battery chargers or cases are awesome. You can get them at gopowerbear.com slash value town. And it'll take you to a page where you can click on um, you know, just the storefront. So, like, I think there's a link that takes you to the Amazon storefront, and you can get 15% off right now. Yeah, which is really really great because the prices actually for the power bear cases are great too so 15 on top of that and they also have some giveaways available on that page too that, that again the go slash value town where they're giving away some packs as well as some battery cases check that out you know give them a nice word give them some business too because it definitely uh you know helps out with them wanting to sponsor the show too another thing too is that of course the show is sponsored by our patrons Always want to give a shout-out to our patrons. And if you go to patreon.com slash you can support the show also. I want to spend a little bit of time here giving a shout-out to our legendary producers, Mike T., Rami S., and Marshall O., as well as a few others, David T., Albert, uh, Michael W., John R., Carlos H., Pink Mage Diaries, Z Hong C., Eric C., Davisaurus, and Nick H. Thanks so much, guys, for um, or and Code Chemist too, just <laughs> like on the, any other page here. Thanks so much for supporting the show. You guys are badass, and you guys are such badasses that we have milestone today. Noxious is no <laughs> way.
2: Yes, <laughs> we, we have, have milestone.
0: Yeah, we're back. We did, it, we did. it like the last few weeks now. This has been I amazing. I was born yeah. for this. this that's, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So we're going to do a smiles. I know we're getting ahead of like on the topic bar here because topic of the week is supposed to be up, but you know, smiles, it's time for smiles. And we need a little bit after that HCT talk. Here we go. Three, two, one, 30 seconds. <laughs> The music man, I just like, I'm just like CB wondering. It. I
4: can't hear the music. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, that was 30 seconds.
3: Not bad, not bad. <laughs> okay, okay, looking at not you bad. guys makes it so much harder. <laughs>
4: it makes so much it, hard. Really? Yeah,
3: because I just I thought laugh. it
1: yeah. make- makes it easier. I was just like looking obnoxious and it was just making me smile. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, it
3: makes you want to smile.
1: It makes
0: you laugh as well. So. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks so much, guys. All the patrons. See, again, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to do the show. And that's just uh, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of smiling. You know, just happy times for, for you guys. Um, okay, so let's talk about topic of the week, uh, and this is a little bit of a continuation, maybe just a tiny bit of a continuation with what we talked about, or just in terms of HCT. And you know, just just watching all this drama with the community, it, it kind of made me think of a little bit about just the question of why is the viewership of these competitive Hearthstone events not super high? You know, what I mean, like they're not; ter- it's not terribly low, but it's not. Super high, at least historically speaking, from the standpoint of Hearthstone. You know, first couple years of Hearthstone, any of the events, you know, we, we would get, like, 50,000 people watching. You know, 60,000, and in, in some rare cases, we got, like, 100,000. Um, ever since then, you know, these kind of HCT events, you know, they get, like, 20,000, maybe 30,000, you know, and I feel like just the community, it's, like, for the most part, has just, I mean, at least the response from the community is generally, oh, Hearthstone is just not a competitive game, it's, it's all the game's fault, you know, and things like that. Well, because of this weekend and just seeing pe- how people reacted to just, like, disconnects and, you know, these, these kind of uh, internet issues or technical issues at these sites, it kind of made me think about whether, you know, Hearthstone it really is about the game itself, or is it more about just the production and organizational, you know, a- aspect of the events themselves? You know, format two throw in format two, right? Uh, so I'm going to pose that question to you guys. Like, what do you guys... Do, do you guys think that Hearthstone, as a game, is not capable of getting more viewers than it gets right now? Like, are, are we, like, at the max amount, you know, from a standpoint of interest and in viewership?
3: I mean, I think there's always room to grow. I, 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 I definitely think that it could have higher viewership, and that could, you know... It could be... I think it's multiple factors, honestly. Um... I think that there is a little um, group mentality, like bandwagon. I think a lot of people like to baby rage. Um, and I'm not saying that there isn't a reason to baby rage sometimes, but uh, I think it's sort of like a, let's all hop on the hop on this train. And I do think that it influences other people. Like maybe, you know, if people didn't even have the, that opinion themselves, like if they want to riot together, you know, it kind of, it does... You know, maybe affect how people perceive it, and then obviously that affects uh, tournament viewing uh, viewership.
0: So it's, it's cool to to bash on it, is what you're basically saying. Yeah, that's okay. basically
3: what I'm saying. It's like, and I'm not saying that there there isn't always a re- like there isn't a reason to, but I I do think it's definitely uh, it, in- it increases when the group mentality is is present.
1: <clears throat> okay, Jackie, what do you think, Jackie? Yeah, I agree. I think there's p- potential for like there to be way more viewership. I think partly what Ali was saying, I think there's a lot of um, negative people in the Hearthstone community and that passes down to the people who watch Hearthstone and can maybe put them off. Um, I think also it's been very samey for a long time. Kind of, There's no, the mm-hmm. format's always been the same. Um, yeah. The production hasn't changed at all. It's exactly the same. And watching when you're watching the same thing over and over again, eventually it will get old. Um, and it's, another thing is that I think there's less um, experimenting with decks. There's a lot more neck decking, and a lot of people playing the same decks than when Hearthstone first started. So I think as you're watching a tournament, you're going to see the same kind of matchups over and over again a lot more than you would have used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say they would probably, they're probably my opinions so on.
0: Okay, yeah. so I mean, basically, the same. Being you're watching the same thing over and over again for the most part. Yeah. Okay, I mean that's something that we've heard. You know, I, I think just generally speaking, Noxious, What do you think, man? Why, why are the viewership count?
2: What? Why is the viewership so low? Because it's con- the game is consistent, so. It never produces. I mean, it does it's produce. So, but, some wait, it's highlights. consistent.
0: I thought this was an RNG game, man. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the problem.
4: People I mean, love RNG.
2: The design of cars has gotten. Like, honestly, people complain about Knights of the Frozen Throne and whatnot. It's like, yeah, no, like, Jade has nothing to do with Knights. You know, like, Spreading Plague itself does not have much to do. Like, the problem of Spreading Plague doesn't have to do with, with the expansion. It's more like a whole that exists within Hearthstone that goes way back to the classic set that, that creates like a dissatisfaction. And so I think the game has just gotten to the point where when you watch it, people figure out things at a very, very quick pace. And so very fast, your metagame is extremely consistent and samey. Um, and there are many solutions to that. You know, We've talked about formats in the past, different ways to... Maybe you know we've talked about sealed and whatnot. Let's not even go back there because we've already beaten that horse to <laughs> yeah. death seven times yeah. over. Yeah. Um, but the, in general, I think what could be good is if Blizzard went... And emphasized, okay, so number one, con- frequent content releases, small, you know, maybe 20 new cars and whatnot, um, changes, and tournaments that officially, like official HCT circuit tournaments um, after the expansion, you know, an expansion releases, you know, something that happens quickly so that we get freshness often. And I mean, content releases are still rather slow. Yes, we get more cars, but we still get, um, It's still very few and far between. It's like, yeah, okay, three releases a year. Um, So we have, like, three... And the ones that aren't, you know, associated with the rotation are even more repetitive. It's like, yeah, okay, so we actually get one massive change per year. Uh, And the other two are more, like, iterations on the first rotation. Yeah. So, I mean, you're... I think all
0: of these, like, lead back to just the game is the issue. Like, just the meta and the the game itself.
4: Yeah.
2: It's also format building. Like, there is no... Like, Magic, for instance, will have large events at release. I keep going back to Magic, because it's like, yeah, that card game still attracts people, regardless of how <laughs> old it is. Sure, yeah. it's no Hearthstone, but, you know, it still gets a lot of interest. And it's the novelty no factor okay. the novelty factor is a big reason why people even care about the pro circuit. It's like, what decks are going to be played there? It's like, now you don't give a crap. Like, the, the viewer now tunes in the Hearthstone tournament, and they know what decks are going to be there. In Magic, sure. the viewer tunes in to see what decks are going to be there, and they might have a good idea of, generally speaking, what cards are powerful, what decks might be carried over from the previous rotation or the previous format, or the previous set. But the exact lists are not known, and for the most part, Hearthstone doesn't have that. It's like you tune in, okay. Even now, two Magic, you would think
0: Magic would have a similar issue, though. Just no, because it, it rotates
2: very. It it, rotates, oh, it rotates pretty. Quickly. Oh, because of the frequency. Okay. And Let's the see. new sets actually bring a lot. There's so much more stuff. There are more moving pieces. Yeah. So you can create new archetypes rather right. you know rather often whenever an expansion releases. Okay. I guess my point is if we're not gonna release content quickly, then at least make sure the events happen very fast after the release of an expansion. Yeah. Um I- and rotate cars, like every single time does honestly I don't want to say like Hall of Fame everything now, but like you know, <laughs> last pa- last nerf, right? Like I wasn't here to talk about it, but like what's that for cars, guys? Come on. Like you can change fifty basic cards, just fucking do it once. Take, yeah. take a take a load of shit once, front it, and then you'll never have to deal with it again. Because, like, it's yeah. so absurd that we have so many basic cards and classic cards yeah, yeah. still around. It's so yeah. inane. Okay, yeah, and, you know, again, and, I, I think this, this is a kind of topic that we've talked about a lot, just in terms of, you know,
0: just more frequent changing of the cards, so, you know, naturally there'll be interest. For me, you know, I'll, I'm going to take it from a different angle, a different approach, sure. which is that I feel like, you know, with HCT, Blizzard, you know, tries to make it look like this very professional thing. You know, like the production, yeah. you know, that there's this, you know, there's obviously some memey stuff in the scripting of the actual shows themselves. But for the most part, you know, they want to look professional, sound professional, you know, all this whole setup is just professional. It hasn't led to more viewership. So it's like I, I don't know what the purpose is of it because they're it's not like they're selling to sponsors or anything like that, right? Like who cares, right? Like, I, I, it really doesn't matter, like, really how professional well, what's the
3: alternative? Not well, be professional?
0: No, no, no. The alternative is not to be not like, professional, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that focusing so much on that, you know, and, like, what casters you have, you know, and, and if they sound like professional casters and, and, you know, like, sports casters or whatever, um, instead of doing that, why don't you just, like, totally take a different approach and just, just focus on viewership? Like let's go back and let's let's get the crypts back on these things and let, let's go, let's just see yeah. what happens. Let's just see if we can get like the viewership kind of crazy again and fo and, and like take more of a focus on that sort of approach. I mean, whatever happened to the idea of putting the client or putting the, you know, just putting the Twitch uh, player in the client, you know, and having like the casual viewers be able to see like competitive stuff too, like all yeah. that stuff. I feel like is just you know, completely either forgotten or just they, they're not even bothering with it anymore because what they think they have right now is is good, you
2: know, and it's like... They have something good though, like that's the thing is, they've got, like you need to, like they need to make horses. so number one, they're the company supporting it and true. so they have to make the esports seem legitimate, right, and legi- the first step to making it legitimate is to make it professional and so they that's not even done, finished yet, right, that's not even done, That's not it's not complete. So what they have to do is after they've done that and they feel like they're comfortable with their general talent, right, for instance, that's on board, is then work on the rest. And they're working on that. Like we know from having talked to them that that's something they're they're working on. But they're prioritizing, you know, the broadcast, right, the coverage, let's say. And so... Yeah, but the broadcast is
0: the the part that I'm talking about that's, um, you know, Jackie
2: mentioned the samey or... You know, but that's it, not the presentation. They need, they need to nail presentation and streamline it before they can start talking about, you know, shifting up crazy content and that's gonna probably be added. I mean, I'm hoping it <coughs> is. But that's See, Oh, go ahead. Now, go ahead, Nelly.
3: Um, I was just gonna say like i think the competitors also might make a difference i think generally people if they are really invested in a particular player you know their favorite streamer or whatever yep. um you know that might also pull more viewership and i feel like there's definitely a shift i mean obviously that's not to alienate new competitors like of course you know we want that as well but i feel like um you know the tournaments a couple of years ago the, the people who are competing like maybe they were a little you know, have a bigger fan base, and, and that might affect the viewership as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, to your point there, Allie, what I'm trying to say, and, and again, like, I'm just trying to, like, you kind of stir up this monotony of what's going on right now, you know what I mean? Just, like, changing status quo, right? And just ideas of, what if we just, like, literally took the top streamers and just put them up there as analysts, you know? And, and you know, just ha- have, instead of having them as players, you can still have all yes? the all the the player pool be whatever you know they are right now but you just have all your personality and your talent up there you know on a, on a desk or whatever and doing that instead um th- that's what i'm suggesting in terms of like getting a viewership because yeah. who could ca- you know like noxious who cares how who cares how professional it looks
2: if no i watches it like i you know well, it's I, not there
4: again i, I, mean, they
2: I don't think they focused on the content enough yet i don't think that that's where they are um I can you Intervali- not focus on the content? I don't. Though. I wouldn't know. That's, though. That's, that's
0: like crazy to me. Like, but they're, they're just, focusing yeah. on the,
2: the way it's covered. But mm-hmm. I think the next step is going to be addressing the staleness of the content. That's going to be mean, the next big wow. step. I mean, it should have been the, the opposite. It should be the content itself is is well. It wasn't samey at first, you know. Like that's the thing, and that's the that's the issue is they had a working okay. you know tournament format. Mm-hmm. Number one, it took forever to get the, the you know the finalized tournament formats decided. Yeah. So that had to happen first, and then one, it, once it did, and they decided the HTT structure, then they went ahead with that. So, the the number, the, the amount of time it takes to test whether or not your circuit works, like that—that's a crazy part, right? Like how many points do we allocate here and there? Um, is that structure still being developed? Is it settled? You know, both. until that's done, it's like you can't start adding crazy draft formats until you've decided how HCT points. I'm not even talking about. I, I, I'm not
0: even talking about crazy draft formats right now. I'm just talking about who's actually on screen.
2: Like that. That's <laughs> all I'm talking about. Is it about the game or about the personalities? In Hearthstone, the, it's about the diff- personalities. Like that, that's, what that's I'm not what to... I'm
0: asking you because the... it's, it's about both. It, it's a like the thing about Hearthstone. The Hearthstone is not League of Legends. You know, like Hearthstone is not Dota two. It's not. It's not any of these other esports. Like we've all said that. Like everybody, even all the you know big figures in the community, we all know Hearthstone is a different beast. Right. And we all kind of accept it. And, and their way of accepting it is they do these silly things on the broadcast. But I'm talking about going beyond that. Like put the people that people want to see on the broadcast too, and then you'll you'll make this more of a community thing. Right now, they're alienating themselves. I think competitive Hearthstone is is alienated or it's just like a separate sector of the community when it used to be a mixture. It used to be part of the overall community, you know, like it was kind of intertwined a lot more. Now it's not. Now it's Mm -hmm. just like HTT is this thing on the side and only, you know, X percentage of the community watches this thing, you know. um,
3: Monka S, can I, can I? Yeah, no, (laughs) No, 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 I'm just being funny. Uh, I have a statement. Um, Okay. Here's an idea. And I don't know if this is even viable or not, but what if, the prize pool was, like, what if there was just more money on the line? Because I feel like with some of these, like, players, I do think that they f- that, think that streaming makes them more money than putting the effort in to win these tournaments, right?
4: Oh. And so, like, if
3: you just increased the the prize pool, you know, so that they actually, like, won more money, do you think that there would be more drive, um, I, like I said, I have no idea if this would even yeah. uh, make a difference at all, but I think it's a possibility. If there was just more money on the line. People, you know, I mean, there's can a, really get more invested, more invested. In it. I mean,
0: sure. there's a narrative if there is like a super popular streamer that, be, let's just say, like, Crip was a standard player or whatever. And, you know, if he was like one of the best players in the world and people were, you know, he was doing great in tournaments, yeah, there would be this natural falling because he's actually in these broadcasts. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if he's in this broadcast as a player or if it's something else. I think it's more impactful if he is a player. It's kind of like Seagull was for a while, like in Overwatch, like when he was actually, you know, playing competitively with NRG and and they were doing, you know, if they were doing well, then it kind of just like went hand in hand. Uh, Unfortunately, in this particular instance, it's harder to achieve that. It's you know because of what you said. Even if you made the prize pool like a bunch, it's there's no Mm -hmm. guarantee you're going to win that. When
1: there's a guarantee, you're going to be making money when you stream. So. Um, I mean, you're sure. talking about like having the like popular streamers as casters. That's basically what they like do at Seed Story, right? Like at Seed mm-hmm. Story, they have a lot of like last one, they have like Forson and wreckful like casting. Mm-hmm. And does it like does it get that much more viewership than HC2T? I don't think so. I think it's like I think them being a player would have a much bigger impact than them being.
0: Well, I think I mean I think that you have a point there, but I think a Seed Story at the same time has a a very a um, uh, very unpredictable aspect to it. You know, like, there's there's different casters, like, every single match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not the same people, you know, so it, it's hard to actually establish any kind of rapport or anything like that. I mean, that, that's one of the things that take tries to do, you know, Like so it, it's really his choice. And also, it doesn't get the marketing that HTT gets. I mean, HTT gets crazy amounts of marketing, right, from the standpoint of Blizzard and yeah. things like that, too. So. To to your point, I think if Seat Story was promoted the way HCT was, Seat Story would get a lot more
1: viewers than it does right now. I mean, I I think Seat Story actually gets more viewers than HCT. It's it's,
0: it's equal or possibly more? I I feel
1: like that's because Seat Story is just more in line with what Hearthstone is about. Like, it's, Hearthstone yeah, is a crazy, yeah, yeah, fun like, game. Like, yeah. there's a lot of RNG. Like, I think sometimes people try to take it a bit too seriously. And, like, if, like, a game is won by, like, some crazy RNG, <laughs> it's, like, frowned upon. It's like, oh, that's that's yeah. bad for the game. That's But that's what Hearthstone is. Like, if, if it's, like, some crazy RNG thing, people should be going crazy, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. And, yeah. like, make it exciting.
2: I mean, in, in yeah, the You've got a clash of... You've got a clash of people's... I guess, interest. Competitors do not want more RNG. The more RNG you add, the less competitors you let in that are competent. Uh, Like, the the more of them leave, basically. The more RNG you add, the more serious competitors that want to put 12 hours a day to practice, the less of those you have. And so you just end up with a bunch of nobodies who flip coins against each other.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You don't want
2: that.
0: You do not want that, right? Yeah, Um, that's true. I agree you don't want that. I mean, don't... So, there there is definitely aspects of the game that, that need to be changed, but I'm coming at this guy's not from to be like a neg- from a negative standpoint. I am coming at this because I feel like we can ha- get a lot more viewers for Hearthstone. It's possible yeah. to do it, and right like, right now I just I just don't know if they're focusing on the right things right now. You know, like and okay. maybe trying something right. completely different. I mean, of course you have to focus on the game and making it balanced, and yeah, of course higher frequency of things and keep you know just having that change a lot more would help, but. You know, I think there's other things that we can do, too. You know, that um, y- even just the format of HTT itself. Like, it, it could be just maybe different every season, right? Like, what if HTT was very, very different format-wise from winter to spring to summer? You know, like, there, there are so many things where you can externally change what the, um, you know, formatting <laughs> and game style is. Because right now, um, I can tell you right now, just, like, watching the games themselves is, you know, not very... Not very fun. I mentioned it last week, right? When we were talking about priest versus priest and some of those type of uh, uh, matchups, yeah. and it's just like, it, like the the audience has no idea what's going to happen next. The casters sometimes have no idea what's going to happen next. So it's just like we're just watching cards being thrown down, then all of a sudden somebody just wins, you know, because they like machine gun the hell out of them at the end, you know. So there's there's a lot of more work that can be done. is what I think. Like I kind of feel right now, and I'm hoping that happens, you know, in 2018. But, um, you know, we kind of got to get back to just, like, like Seed Story. You know, the reason Seed Story is so so successful, Jackie, is because Seed Story, like, overlaps with the community. You know, like, overlaps with the community in a very big way. It's a competitive event that does that very, very well. And I just think that yeah. HCT should do a little bit more of that. Not as much as Seed Story, maybe, you know, just because maybe that would be too far from this professional thing that they're trying to do. But they should do it a little bit more than they're doing right now. You know, and uh, that would help with viewership. I think the fact that we're getting 20,000 watching ACT, or I don't know, maybe it gets up to 30,000, is just mind-boggling to me. I mean, we have tens of millions of people playing Hearthstone, and that's the amount of people that we get watching this game. That that just doesn't mm-hmm. add up right
1: at all. I mean, so. is there anything you think that you could do that like would make these people who don't watch tournaments make them want to watch the tournament?
0: Well for one, you can make them aware of it by putting it in the client. <laughs> like you know yeah, what I mean? Like that's they, they, Yeah, that's very I mean, true. Twenty that, million people I probably have no idea suggestion. that this this even exists. So I mean, I mean right how, there. How,
3: how many players do we think are even aware of Twitch? Like on a on a serious note? Like if there's seventy million p- people playing Hearthstone, like how many of them actually Watch streamers or watch tournaments in general. Like, do you think just Twitch growing as a whole, like, just uh, might actually affect this as well? Like, I, I'm not sure how invested you know the, the players are in, in 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 Twitch and stuff like that. But I do think it can make a difference.
2: Twenty five percent at most. At big, big, big yeah, most. Yeah, twenty five percent. That's what I'm saying. To... Like,
3: yeah, maybe like at
2: most.
3: At most, exactly. So uh, m- maybe it's just the the space in general isn't. Um, big enough yet I, I don't know I, I, that's possible. I
0: mean, you could throw a net, but obviously like you know volume is one thing, but you know getting conversions on that volume you know has a lot to do with just the product itself, right But yeah, it's a combination of things like we, our net has, we haven't really thrown out a big net to be to begin with. and then secondly, just the the people that we do that do know about competitive Hearthstone right now, you know, I think some of those people are just, kind of bored of it just to be frank i mean there's nothing there you know and it's not well, the casters no novelty, it's nothing honestly. like that i mean it's like the casters I, I think the casting for hearthstone is pretty good like right now i, I can't really, yeah, really I agree. say it's, too much about definitely. casting yeah. yeah it's really just the overall like um alignment with the com- community it's just not aligned with it at all right now
1: it's it's just been too samey For too long, I think we need some people. We need something that's fresh and new and entertaining. Like people want to be entertained; they don't want kind of are you entertained? Because they're forced to watch it. People want to think, "Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this event of the weekend. Can't wait to watch this tournament." Yeah, but there isn't that much excitement at at the moment.
3: Yeah, I I would agree.
1: Yeah, hopefully, I don't know.
0: I just I figured we'd bring this up. I know we didn't come up with any concrete solutions or anything like that, but. you
2: know th- more releases that's the only solution just got to get more stuff no, you, honestly without novelty you're not going to get people to tune in like that's it that, like it, i don't even think it's necessarily like you don't need people dressing up as dinosaurs and jumping through hoops you know like you, you don't you could i mean that's great but you don't have to go that far yeah um, but i'm not like, i don't if, think we're asking for that
0: i mean i'm not asking for them to be like cosplaying and being completely silly well, you don't,
2: you don't need new, like yeah. you don't need interesting people on the on, like what I mean is you don't need interesting people as much as you need interesting stuff that's ongoing. So, novelty, like, you'd watch... Because mm-hmm. card games are all about exploration, and if you've watched one Shadow Reaper Win game... Well, okay, maybe not one, but let's <laughs> say you've watched five, you've watched all of them, right? Like, you've right. literally right. watched yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah. So, after the fifth machine gunning, you're like, Yeah, I'm gonna be here for 25 turns, and I understand that, and I know what's gonna happen, and, you know, whatever. So at that point, is the casters to keep you hooked. But if you've already seen, if it's a mirror match, then never mind. You are already way gone, dude. Like you're, you've gone and cooked your spaghetti and, and gone home. Like you're never even logging back on Twitch to watch that game. Like there are some matchups that are more or less exciting. But if there's no novelty in the card pool and the format, you're never going to get but, anybody.
0: But even that noxious, like you you just mentioned priest versus priest, you know, and it's something we we talked about last week. You can make that production more interesting. It, it just takes work. Like you need to make some graphical tools that actually help with explaining what the hell is going on in this matchup. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, you just have these these players looking at 10 cards each turn and it's like no idea what line that's going to work. You know, like if you actually had a tool that showed you what the the best line is every single turn, then it would all of a sudden become a little bit more interesting to the viewer because all of a sudden the viewer knows what the player's supposed to do and then if he doesn't do that, then all of a sudden okay, it creates a different Scenario here, you know, like okay, he so clearly we unleash,
2: you, we unleash machine learning and make. I'm just you know, saying, like, just read uh, off lines. Right. Like, well, I'm just we saying, do.
0: like that's an example. <laughs> of something. Like it's an example of at least, you know, something that from a production standpoint, you can create something that assists the uh, the spectator in terms of watching Hearthstone, even in its current state. You know, right now we don't have any of that. Like right now, we're still just relying completely on the casters. Like you know, you've casted matches. Like we rely completely on you to tell the story. And everything is internal. Like, everything's are, are in the player's head, you know, in some of these very difficult decks. So it's yeah. it's very tough to watch Hearthstone right now. Another thing is
1: sometimes, like, there's not a lot going on. Like, there'll be so people people rope the whole turn, and there's not really many options. There's not even yeah. much to talk about. So, a lot of the time, as the casters, you have to kind of come up with
4: Yeah, you're random guys are, you to stuff. So, I That's do agree
1: I... that there just needs to be something else there to kind of for the viewer to see or something yeah. else to talk about that's not just three cards in hand and one one decision to make. Well,
2: it's the nature of card games, honestly. Like, I don't know. Because I've, I've watched, and I'm going to go back again, I've watched Magic Tournaments, and honestly, it's like watching, you know, pain dry. But the reason it, it's okay to listen to is because the two casters tend to have very good synergy. They tend to banter off, you know, and yeah, that makes it watchable. So I think, I think Hearthstone's casting is in a good spot compared to... Uh, Oh yeah, like I, I said they're actually they're, working there's nothing on pairings, like it makes sense now. Well like so they, yeah. Like I said, the casting.
0: The casting is there's nothing wrong with the casting right now. Like I think the casting. I honestly is
2: don't think you want to add more tools and information then I don't know what else you put on the screen. Like they've already putting they're putting up cards just for people that don't know about the card abilities and whatnot, but you don't want to make the whole game be read on a sheet of statistics, because then Honestly, like, you might as well make two bots play against each other and just say, fuck players. No, but
0: that's how poker works, <laughs> Poker works because, like, the audience knows exactly, like, what the percentages are. And when, when, you know, when something lucky, like, totally happens, you know it was super lucky. Because you saw that there was, like, a 2% out,
2: like, right there. You know, like... Okay, so you, it, mean, it, helps. you mean putting outs up, like, if they're looking at a 2... I feel like, I can't honestly, I've not watched a single set in a long time. Okay, yeah. in a long time. Or the caster didn't highlight like a one outer or two outer and screen. Well, I'm not the talking about like a single like like
0: I'm not talking about a single turn, but it's like all those middle turns that seem to not like nothing seems to happen during that time. Where in reality something is happening. And it's like you guys can only that's verbalize the it. Job. Honestly, yeah, but all you yeah, do is verbalize it though. It's that's like, fine,
2: whatever. I, I don't care. That's enough. Like I don't know what else you're looking to put on the screen. Just some again, something
0: to at least make it a little more interesting. That, you know, I'm talking because okay. I'm talking about it as a spectator. You know what I mean? So it, All right. yeah. Anyway, I didn't
2: experience that as a spectator, so I don't know. At this point, we're just headbutting, because I, I really don't I understand guess. the point. Uh, anyways, like
0: I, um, it, it's it's just something that I, I feel like we can improve on, like the viewership wise. And yeah, they're not gonna. The thing is, they're not gonna come out with stuff like very, very frequently. I think we I think we know that. So, you know, you know, it's coming up with other stuff that I think is going to be the important part. But... Um,
1: I think we need something more
0: stimulating. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay, well, anyways, why don't we move on, um, talk about, uh, let's see, Deck of the Week. So Deck of the Week, this past week, we had um, the Dead Man's Hand deck, which um, was probably our most difficult deck that we've ever navigated. <laughs> I think the uh, overall winning percentage was 41% for it. Um, but uh, it was a lot of fun. We ended up uh, having our, our show on Monday and uh, had a couple of patrons join us. It was good. So this week, I, I figured we would do uh, just one of the rogue decks, given that we uh, we talked about it. It was such a big, big you know uh, topic, or at least uh, seems to be a big trend this week. So uh, which one of the rogue decks you think? You think Asmo's rogue, or should we do Noxious's rogue here? What do you guys think?
2: What looks more interesting? I'm down for Asmo's. But I haven't played it. <laughs> yeah, well, I
3: was going to say, I haven't played yours, so I'm kind of down to see how this is Nerubian, uh, Nerubian Unravel I'm, I'm actually up for
0: either one, because I haven't played either. J- Jackie, I'll let you be a tiebreaker. Wh- which one?
1: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pick. Um, I'll go with uh, Ali and Asmodeus one.
0: Okay. okay. So we go. After- I haven't played either of them. So. Actually, you're going with Noxious, because Noxious picks Asmos, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Allie picked. Oh, Nox, wait, what? So. <laughs> yeah, not just picked to do Asmos, but Allie picked Noxious' deck to do. So, yeah, okay, so, yeah, yeah. Asmos' deck sounds good.
1: Asmos has yeah. become so, I don't know, it's suddenly spread everywhere, and I think it's the, the one I've been seeing a lot of. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go yeah. that one.
0: All right, so let's go with this one here. And I'll post this on the Patreon site. So, if you uh, want to check it out, go to patreon.com slash Value Town a little bit later. And, um, you don't have to participate just as a patron. Like anybody can play the deck of the week and leave your comments. So let us know, like, how your winning percentage is. Um, but on the shows themselves, we have our guests uh, who are patrons kind of join us and tell us about their experience and all that good stuff. So it's been a lot of fun lately. The patrons have been really enjoying it. So, um, yeah, I've been having a good time with it. Um, okay, next up, we've got the host challenge, which this past week was to play all seven giants and um, in a single turn. And dude, <laughs> I am so mad. <laughs> I am so crazy mad because there were three times uh, it's like prior to our you know when we the show, our meeting or playing the show, three times where I totally had it and I totally screwed up by either <laughs> like summoning a, a totem the turn before and I couldn't destroy it, so I didn't have enough room, or I was doing something <laughs> stupid, you know, like it's and I was like, Okay, I'll be able to do it because I've already done it like three I've set up the scenario three times. Last night, I could not get the scenario that I wanted. So, the best thing I could do was I still got the seven giants on the board. It's just it didn't happen in, in one turn. It happened in, one in two turn. turns. Yeah. So,
3: yeah, <sighs> good enough. <laughs>
0: and, yeah. So I, I, I tried. Wow. I tried. It's still good, though. It still it
1: looks, looks pretty. Still looks pretty. It
3: still looks pretty, yeah. exactly. It still looks
0: pretty. It's very doable, That's it's exciting. just, I mean, the the, bit, the hardest thing to do with this challenge was your opponent has to have five cards. If your opponent doesn't have five cards, you're, you're screwed, because of the clockwork. And so it's just kind of like, oh man, just trying to play a control deck, play against a control deck, please. Uh-huh. Every time I played against an aggro deck, I almost just, like, conceded, like, immediately, because it was just not going to happen. Um, but yeah, have you tried this, Noxious? Have you ever tried to play the giant one? get all seven giants on like
2: in a while no not not so many no never <laughs> never it's fun man i've tried like a lot of builds, but never to the point of playing yeah. you know 14 giants in my deck I didn't that's, play 14. Uh, I just played the seven. Okay, you just played seven. Yeah, yeah. So you're just trying to draw to exactly those and make it happen. Yeah, maybe okay. maybe it's yeah. right to play 14. I don't even know. I just played seven, though. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's right to play 14 <laughs> I, Giants. I
0: don't know, man. <laughs> I, know, I, I know it's not right to play like another um, uh, another Molten Giant. That's for sure. I don't think Molten Giant's correct here. But um, the, some of the other ones are going to be free, I think, regardless by, by the end of the, the, um, the game. But Allie, Jackie, you get a chance to complete it at all or just... Too much October ball there.
1: I, I- played for like, um, I did it for like three hours yesterday straight, and I was like, there's so many situations where I could almost do it, and get like five yep, or six, six drives. Of, six is easy. And six is really yeah, easy, yeah, actually.
4: I know, like, it's, it's like, I could do
1: six. Seven just, stuff. Eat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't quite do it, but um, I got very close. Yeah, and I know we had one of the
0: patrons. Ray, I think Raydan was able to do it like really quickly too. He's just like,
3: "This oh, is really? easy."
0: He's like, "The first day, this yeah. is like super easy." So I'm like,
3: "Okay, yeah, this, this is going to be Jeez, easy." Raydan Yeah, it's like it's <laughs>
0: not even fun. That's not, not even fair, man. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. Um, Ali, did you get a chance to try it or no? Yeah,
3: yeah. I didn't get around to try it. I'm uh, sorry, guys. It's, it's all good. We'll get, busy time, busy time. We
0: will get you on the <laughs> next one. Yeah, the key to this, by the way, guys, is that when you play the Naga, like everything is for the most part free except for the, uh, the clockwork. But the trick is you have to kill the Naga at the end to make room for the seventh one. So you have to have a lava burst. So that's like eight mana right there, you know, just to, to be able to do it, but you have to do it in the right order too. That was one of the ones where I screwed up. I played it in the wrong order and I totally screwed myself when I actually had it. Yeah. So, um, give it a try guys. You know, I was doing this obviously at rank 25, 24, but, um, it's, it, it can be a lot of fun. Um, Okay, we got one question here. So Q&A. Uh, Ahmed N, why is there a no last call tournament? I thought it was a... I thought it was a best HTT tournament. Oh, he, he thought it was the best HTT tournament in the past whenever they used to have the last calls because it used to be... I think it was 32. It's either round of 16 or it's like a 16 of the top players or 32, I can't remember. But then they would, um, you know, they would basically p- play a, a mini tournament at the end and then obviously the, the top... I think uh, two players, I believe it was, that went on to BlizzCon. Um, now they just take whoever has the most points, you know. And they like, I think, Muzz, I think Muzzy is the person with the top points right now. So he just like, you know, will most likely just move on to not BlizzCon, but the actual World Championship. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think? You, do you guys miss the Last Call tournament? You know, because it used to be these were the best players of the year. You know, at least the remaining best players of the year yeah. going against each other.
2: No, not particularly. I mean, you've got already the, the main circuit. I think mm-hmm. uh, showcasing enough solid players. Personally, yeah. I mean, but it's it, nice to it's have pretty, more,
4: but mm-hmm.
1: it's pretty kind of entertaining because it's very high stakes. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I thought it was last call. Was it was the top eight, and only the top one, the only the winner went to blitz. Maybe Cop it was only yeah, the winner. Yeah, I, I yeah only, only the yeah. first
2: place yeah, made maybe is the winner.
1: And so it's like even if you're the guy with the most points, you're like, you've got to beat these other seven people, so (laughs) it's kind of... I think it's kind of a bit more fair this way, but it's less entertaining. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It makes... Actually, it just adds weight behind the value of points in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. Also, I think it was was very... It was very all or nothing, wasn't it, right? I think the other seven people, I don't think they got anything. Yeah, it was...
0: Yeah, yeah, it was was pretty brutal. It was, like, pretty brutal. Yeah, like,
1: (laughs) I think they should at least be I think the uh, ideally because it was a I think I did find it quite an entertaining thing to watch because it is like all these people who have super grinded throughout the whole year mm-hmm. and done really yep. well and tried really hard. I think the best outcome would be that still it was just like the one winner goes through, but there needs needs to be some kind of prize or something for the other seven or something because it's yeah yeah
0: it's it it's kind of a a different type of like league tournament structure mixed in with what we currently have, which is like you know the winners go on to this, this final tournament where this is more of, like, an overall point total type of, you know, format. So, it, yeah, I, I think that what they... I, I did used to enjoy the tournaments, I have to say. I mean, there are a lot of heartbroken moments for people like RDU and, you know, guys <laughs> that, like, literally spent their entire years doing that. But um, but I, I can't say that I, I don't... Dis, I, I, I definitely... Agree with what they've done with the points. You know, if if they just des- if they're the biggest point total holder at the end of the year, then they deserve to go. Um, so I I miss it from the standpoint like you said entertainment wise, but I don't I don't I don't think that um, it was necessarily the right thing to do in the past. So um, I don't know. I don't maybe one of these days I can do something different. I don't know what it would be, but uh, you know. Did did the winner of the last call get a prize too? I felt like it was, there was a little bit of a prize money thing at the last call tournament. Was there not?
2: Might have been ten k,
0: but yeah, I, I, I think there was a little bit. So there there was something in the hmm. past. Yeah. Um, but okay. Anyways, if you guys got uh, questions uh, for you know next week, go ahead and write those into Valuetown at Chambev.tv, and we'll try to. Um, get those on the show, uh, as well as MechaTorx Workshop. We just didn't have um, as much time this week to do Mechatorch, so uh, the folks that have submitted them, I'll carry those over into next week, so you don't have to submit them again. But i um, looking forward to talking about some of those cards, too. But uh, I think that's going to be it, guys. Why don't we wrap up? Uh, Nox, it's good having you back on the show. Uh, Want to do any shout-outs?
2: Yeah, just usual shouts to Complexity and whatnot. Typical stuff, and to you guys for putting it on the show. Good job on the Milestone, milestone. That's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> right.
0: No, the patrons have been awesome uh, lately. Uh, Allie, want to do some shout-outs? Uh,
3: shout-out, sorry that that was outside of my window. I <laughs> thought
4: <So laughs> it was like a plane or something. Yeah, I was like, yeah it
3: was a motorcycle. <laughs> so sorry, Noxious, <laughs> for messing up your shout-out. But, um, uh, yeah, just F2K underscore Allie is my uh, Twitter you're on my channel. Uh, shout out to the chat, you guys are great. Um, shout out to our patrons. We couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you so much for supporting us from the bottom of our hearts. Um, and to my lovely co-hosts. Team Light too. And Team Light. <laughs> Equip those card backs guys.
4: All
1: right. Jackie. Come on. <laughs> shout out to uh, Fate to Karma for uh, supporting me and Ali as ever. Um, shout out to Power Bear for this sweet yes. phone case that I'm loving.
3: <laughs> Boom! <laughs> nice phone. <laughs> <word>. Love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Sh- thank you for watching and listening, everybody. And um, thank you, one of my co-hosts, for uh, a great show. Lots of good. Lots of good chat.
4: Yeah. Definitely yeah. Lots
1: of good
0: stuff. L- probably a little bit more talking than we normally do. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get back to a lot of cra- fun and cra- crazy kind of plays uh, next week, but. Uh, yeah big shout out again like jack was saying to power bear thanks so much for uh sponsoring this episode and yeah get one of these cases because like is there anything better and more in line with like hearthstone and mobile hearthstone than than a backup battery i I can't really think of too many (laughs) things that we would want to promote on the show that that would be in line a a dice maybe a a dice a fidget some kind of fidgety (laughs) thing that we could do a (laughs) card or something like that i don't know but, uh, yeah, go check that out. Go to gopowerbear.com slash value town. And uh, we did lots of giveaways and instructions on how to how to buy yours with uh, 15% off, too. Uh, anyways, uh thanks to all the patrons again. Thanks to all three of you guys for doing the show and everybody for watching. You can find the vods on youtube.com slash chamv for this episode or any of the others. You can find us on iTunes also uh, as well as uh, – Google Play and soundcloud.com slash if you want to listen to us on the way to work or anything like that. Uh, that's going to be it, guys, for Value Town this week. So for Noxious, Ali Straza, Jackie Chan, and myself, uh, V we'll see you next
2: week. Bye, guys! Peace! Peace! <laughs> Adios! Cold light falling on the ground
4: Long day, but we won't back down One thing playing on our mind